Uh, I just want to have a quick show of hands as we start. Um, how many people have uh, never broken a bone in their body? Uh, wow. Gosh. Okay, that's far better than I expected. Um, so I was one of those people for a long time. I was incredibly proud to be able to say I've never broken a bone in my body. Uh, I then broke my thumb. Uh, playing football. Uh, for years, I played in goal, and I would come out and I would tackle with my feet, and my mum said, you have to go with your hands first, and the first time I did it, I snapped my thumb, uh, and then I stopped playing in goal. But they put it in a cast, I went to hospital, and they cast it, and they look after it, and they redo the cast, and, and that's the process of making sure it healed. Later on, I was playing rugby, and I broke my collarbone, and so I went to the hospital, and they said to me, uh, you can't have a cast for your collarbone. So what you need to do is just look after it, do no physical activity, don't play sport for six to eight weeks, uh, and just let it do its thing. Now, as someone who pretty much only went to school so I could play sport, that put a whole question mark on what I was going to do with my time. But I did what I was told, and I spent six to eight weeks uh, leaving it, and you know what? It did its thing. My body uh, refused the bone together when I went and saw the doctor and had an x-ray. He said that actually it was now stronger where the bone had refused together than where it started, which is amazing. Now, I'm going to explain something that for the medical amongst you is probably quite loose on fact, but makes a fairly good point. Uh, again, hands up if you've uh, cut yourself or grazed yourself ever. I'm hoping for a fairly unanimous stance here, because that would be weird if people had avoided that. I don't know if you've ever considered the body at that point, but you cut yourself and it starts to bleed, and then it scabs, and then if you're anything like my wife, you pick the scab, because that's the interesting thing to do, and then you're left with that amazing pink color that it goes, and then if it wasn't too severe, over time it's like it never happened. It's gone. I find that amazing. I don't know if you've ever stopped to consider that. 28 bones in the human head, 45 miles of nerves, 72 individual muscles to control speech, hundreds of thousands of blinks and hairs and breaths. I don't know the last time you congratulated yourself on just being you in your body, but I recommend you do it. So if we could just have a round of applause for ourselves for just uh, that, that would be awesome. Thank you. The body is amazing. And so I want to look at uh, Psalm 139, which tells us wonderfully of, of a creator God, and it seems so appropriate with a dedication this morning. So we're just going to go through it. It's on the screen, so please do feel free to follow along. You have searched me, Lord, and you know me. You know when I sit and when I rise, you perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my lying down. You are familiar with all my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, you, Lord, know it completely. You hem me in, behind and before. You lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too lofty for me to attain. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me. Your right hand will hold me fast. If I say, surely the darkness will hide me and the light becomes night around me, even the darkness will not be dark to you. The night will shine like day, and for darkness is light to you. For you created my innermost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. I love this passage, um, and I just want to encourage you. You are amazing. 
Every single one of you, from the youngest to the oldest, to whatever we look like, whatever we can do, you are amazing. Simply by being who you are, by being who you were made to be, you are wonderful. And now, not everything on this video you will be able to do, but you are able to do some amazing things. Just as a real quick footnote, I do not advise at any level you throw a baseball bat in a park area. I watched that a few times, and it wasn't until the last time I watched it I went, wow, he literally just threw a baseball bat in a public park, uh, which is not something I advise. You are awesome, you're wonderfully made. That is probably like a limit to what you should be doing. I think I'd be very comfortable in saying this is my favorite passage. Probably my favorite passage in the whole Bible. It's one of those things that I, uh, I anchor myself to, I go to. Um, we're privileged this morning to have uh, two young people with us that would like to do our internship. We've named our internship 139 after this psalm. It's just one of those places that I find myself going to. And I go to it when things get tough, when fear and doubt and worry start to close in. It's just one of those places, and I recommend, if you're ever in doubt of your worth, or your value, Psalm 139. It's a great place to be. And it serves as a timely reminder that the Creator God made me, knitted me together. And I don't know what you make of that, what your background is, but in a world full of screens and of coverage, in a world that's constantly switched on and tuned in, Apple Watches, Alexa, Siri, Google Home, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, and Facebook, this verse reminds me that in amongst all of these social standards, likes and hearts and thumbs up, friends and unfollow, subscription and paid content, hashtag look at me, hashtag no filter, this verse reminds me that if everything the world did was switched off, I am and each one of you are fearfully and wonderfully made. We don't need social media to confirm it. I'm not sure how many of these things you guys are aware of. Um, some of them for our younger generation, they were done before they got there. For others of us, we have no idea. Uh, I can honestly say I don't know what the meerkat one is. Um, but we don't need social media to confirm it. With its hearts and its likes, its hashtags, how many friends do I have? How many friends do they have? Why is that person not like my picture? Why was I not invited to that event? And then silly filters that make our faces look like dogs, which I still have no idea why that was ever designed by anyone. But if all of that were to go, if all of that, I really want that picture off the screen. There we are. If all of that were to go, if everything we used to gauge how successful we are, if everything disappeared that lets us know whether society accepts us, whether people think we've got it all together, where they think that coffee cup that we've angled at just the right light, uh, right angle with just the right light makes us valid, if all of it vanished, all we need to know is that we are wonderful and amazing because God said so. God today says to each and every one of us, you are wonderful just as you are, right now. Whatever it is you fear, whatever it is you feel like you carried into this place, you are wonderful. And he knows that because he made you. He knitted you together. So if you're not sure if that's true for you, if you may be sat there going, you know what, I don't feel particularly wonderful, we are having no sleep at the moment, or I've worked too many hours, or I was frustrated when I was driving, whatever it is that maybe makes you think that you're not wonderful, I want you to know just how wonderful God thinks you are. 
The best symbol we have of it is the cross. The greatest sacrifice anyone could give. The greatest sacrifice anyone could give. The greatest gift anyone has ever given was to his greatest creation. You, me, all of us. It's very easy to get caught up in all sorts of things in life. Myself and Mark batted backs and forwards. What would we want to talk about this morning? It came down to a very simple answer. In amongst all of the noises and distractions that life can throw of us, this morning I wanted a simple message. And the message to be this. You, each of you, are fearfully and wonderfully made. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. And God loves you. Every one of us. 